Hello Nomads, and welcome to episode 108, I believe it is, of the Nomads of Fantasy podcast. Uh, I'm your host this evening. My name is Eric. As always, I have with me Brandon. <laughs> you say always, but... Um, don't you know when a girl closes her eyes, you're supposed to give him a kiss? It's <laughs> a good one. Uh, and Dave. Dave? 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 Are you there? No! Dave is not here. Alright, well let's go to weekend. let's go to our guest. Oh wait a second. Actually, Dave is in the live show podcast or the live show Discord chat. So he's he's watching us right now. He's here in spirit. Thanks for he's, joining us, Dave. He was not eaten by the fish demon or the pig demon this week. He well, he might have been, but he's here in spirit with us watching us supporting us uh yeah it's just a two for this week dave's out in you know the woods camping doing his thing his annual family trip so it's just the two of us this is our first first twofer so it should be just should two. be interesting yep usually we bring on a guest if one of us is going to be out but short notice this week and if you don't know those quotes they're from which you might not just that quote it's from journey to the west which is a 2013 fantasy comedy action chinese made movie uh it's an adaptation of an ancient chinese story called journey to the west yep this came out again like i said in 2013 and this was recommended by tejas our one of our biggest fans and i love it uh shout out big shout out to tejas um he's been really active in our discord uh if you want to join nomadsoffantasy.com slash discord if you want to hop in there but He's been giving us all kinds of recommendations. Um, he's been really active chatting with us, you know, giving us feedback on the episode. So we really just appreciate uh, that everything that Tejas has done. And, you know, so we wanted to uh, take one of his recommendations to heart. And we brought Journey to the West, a, a foreign, another foreign film. I tried going to social media to, just to see. <laughs> yeah, you never know. If somebody's seen it, if they had thoughts, but... Um, in our Discord, T just um, took the time to write um, his views on the movie. So, yeah, this is going to be like a spoiler conversation. Um, we're just going to talk about two, I don't know, American dudes watching this random um, Chinese flick from about ten years ago, mm -hmm. and uh, it's going to yeah. be reaction based. And we'll we'll be honest. Um, yeah, with our conversation, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like. Yeah, no, no real social this week except Tejas. Uh, nothing from Twitter because again, this is it's a, it's a weird one. People might not have heard of, of this movie before or might not have seen it, but I mean that's that's what we're doing here. We hope that talking about it and anyone who listens will make them you know maybe want to go and check this one out. But we did get a, a nice long comment from Tejas in our Discord. Um, and he says, Journey of the West is a comedy action movie from director Stephen Chow, best known for Kung Fu Hustle, Shaolin Soccer, and The God of Cookery. The story is incredibly old. Sun Wukong, the Monkey King, who was himself influenced, who has himself influenced countless characters in series come from the series, this series of stories. The tale takes place after Sun Wukong has been imprisoned for 500 years for disobedience and crimes. The movie is the beginning of the series of tales the priest and companions go on. Director Chow's sense of comedic timing is perfect and at times reminds me of some of the best British dry self-deprecating humor, using ridiculously exaggerated faces and physical comedy to diffuse for diffusing serious situations with uh, excellent, excellently written jokes. This has become a personal favorite movie of mine since first seeing it about 10 years ago. Beautiful. Thank you, Tejas, for that background and for your feedback and, you know, for your comments and, you know, everything that you're involved with with the show. Um, uh, Dave asked us a question. He did. Uh, the chat, this is going to mess up my video lay layout, so thanks, Dave. But Dave asks in the live show chat, question from the audience, given that we're in the summer of Arnold, if this movie was set in the Arnoldverse on a scale of awesome <clears throat> to fantastic, where would it be? Hmm. It's an interesting one. So you're saying if this movie starred Arnold Schwarzenegger, where would it be on the scale? Is that the, if, am I understanding the question correctly? I think so. I think so. Um, I mean, clearly it would be 
fantastic. I mean, yeah, I need to see oh, yeah. Schwarzenegger punching these these demigods or whatever. Well, uh, I was gonna say Schwarzenegger. If it was Schwarzenegger cast in this role, he would be a completely different character version of this character. I would say because, like, I mean, the main character. It's again, we're gonna butcher these names, but Shang Zhuang Zhang. I don't know how to say his name, but or. Yeah, so there's a couple different because I think they changed his name for this movie, but in the original, yeah. there's some there's some changes in this adaptation. Yeah, for sure. in the original story, um, his name is different, but yeah, we'll just call him. I don't, Zhang is probably the easiest thing to call him because it's it just makes it easier. Um, but if Zhang, if he was cast as Zhang, like he was that in this movie, he was kind of a, a timid. He was you know using, trying to draw out the kindness in the demons. Uh, I feel like Arnold wouldn't be wouldn't be doing that. He like you said, he would just be punching demons in the face and trying to, uh, you know, blow them away with his fucking bazooka from Commando. Mm-hmm. But I would love I would love to see Arnold in a role like this, like an ancient Chinese story adaptation. He could be he could play the uh, Monkey King. Oh, that now that would be a good role for Schwarzenegger for sure. Just some one of the I mean, all of the characters in this movie were like over the top. But he needs to play one of those over the top characters. Yeah, like a demon, one of the demons, like even like the the pig demon dude. That would be that would have been pig. Be really Pig-Z. funny. Yeah, H or K L Hog or whatever his name was. Yeah. But, uh, let's not get too far into the movie. Um, what do we have for the schedule coming up next week? I honestly don't know. Dave's usually the one to do the schedule. Oh. So, but we, I mean, we have our calendar. Uh, let me check the calendar live really quick. Well, it's either Dave. be for Vendetta or um, Stand By Me. Oh, that's right. I think it's be for Vendetta. I think you are probably correct on that. See, we don't, we're lost without Dave. Usually, Dave comes in hot with the schedule. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it. I think you're right. I think it's V for Vendetta, and then Stand By Me. So, um, yeah, those two will be fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's. I don't have much else for the intro. Let's just get right into it. You got anything else, Brandon, before we no, before we cut no, to break? I'm ready. Head into Act 2 and talk yeah. about let's talk about Journey to the West. And we are back already. It was a short break, but we're ready to get right into talking about Journey to the West. Uh, like I said, this was released in 2013, directed by Stephen Chow, um, starring a lot of Chinese actors that I will struggle to pronounce their names. Uh, we had Shu Kui as Miss Duan. We had Wen. Wen- Zhang as Zhang, um, Huang Bo as Sun Wukong or the Monkey King, um, and yeah, I mean those were the the main ones. I mean there's a bunch of other ones, but we're gonna we're gonna end up butchering a lot of these names anyways. So, um, but I mean apparently this was this I mean this movie is based in you know an adaptation of a really popular ancient Chinese story which inspired a lot of a lot of things um anime being one of them and it inspired one of my favorite anime which is dragon ball there's a lot lots of inspiration to take from uh to take from dragon ball specifically like the monkey stuff like i don't know how much you know at all about dragon ball or anything but smite there's a video game smite where you keep it's like a moba and there's all these gods and whenever we watch these foreign movies i can like oh that's so there's the monkey right. king. It makes sense. In the game. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So I kind of can't wait to like play him again. That's cool. That's cool. I really like that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 great. I can definitely see. I mean, this was its own sort of adaptation. You know, it was a more comedic take on the That's kind of the style. Story. Yeah. I've seen this other this director's other work. So I've okay. seen his um, soccer one at least. Maybe oh really? Part of Kung Fu, yeah, Hustle or whatever. Um, I think the only one that I might ago. have seen was Kung Fu Hustle, and I don't even know if I've 
one of them was one. popular in the states i remember kind of i mean i mean but, i've definitely heard of kung fu hustle but i don't yeah. know if i've actually seen it or not so japan usually breaks america with horror like good horror movies like the mm-hmm. ring grudge stuff like that uh there's a few others in south korea south korea has done a really good job um putting out movies i mean we watched parasite that movie is a masterpiece oh, yeah. as far as i'm concerned and um what i like about stuff like this is we don't care where the movie's from honestly um no, not at all. there's no rules as long as it's recommended it's good i mean this this movie journey to the west had a 94 on rotten tomatoes yeah. i want to say so yeah very highly very highly rated um and i'm Can always ask- up What's that? What did you think? What did I think? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're kind of burying the lead here, but it was it was interesting. It was a really fun ride. Like there was tons of fun moments. Um, like honestly, it was. I was expecting it to be. There was a lot of comedic moments, but there was also some serious moments as well. Some more dramatic moments. Um, that I I think it was a good mix of like, you know, it was a fun story good comedic moments and good action as well. And good, you know, good dramatic story moments and character moments. Um, it was goofy. It was wacky, but I, I was kind of going in expecting it. And especially, you know, being a foreign film from China, it's sort of a different sense of humor than like we're used to just seeing if we're watching like an American comedy film or whatever. It's di- It's just a different type of humor, but it's still it's still funny. You know, there was, there was a lot of jokes that landed for me. Some of them I'm like, I was left a little bit like scratching my head or like, you yeah, know, I, you know, but some of them, some of them worked for Lost me. in translation or whatever. Yeah. Say. Right. But, uh, th- one joke in particular, I think the, I think the best joke in the movie was the, the peeing joke when, uh, Zhang was captured by that, uh, by Miss Dwan's crew or whatever, and they they're holding him in the cell, and like Dwan was trying to like seduce him because you know throughout this entire movie she's trying to like get him to fall in love with her, um, but she's trying to she's got the I forget what it was like the charm on her back and her yeah her sister her was sister gonna do all the was sexy moves right for but her. then uh, yeah and then <laughs> it comes off at one point and it lands on him. Well, no, before that was what really got me because he said he had to go pee really bad. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And he said he was going to, you know, you're not letting me out, so I'm just going to pee right here. And so our sister's doing this sexy dance, but then I forget, one of the other dudes was messing with, like doing, I forgot exactly what he was doing to her, but she was just telling him, telling him to like get away and yelling at him and like. Um, oh, it was the dude, wasn't it the dude it the with, guy the with the blood splurting out? Yeah, that was she was like, too. I'm going to put a stopper in that thing. And like, <laughs> Duan was talking to Zhang. So he thought yeah. he was talking about, you know, his penis and stuff. That was, that guy. That, that, that was a good joke. Yeah. That was something I feel like I would see in the States. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. The, the blood joke was funny too. When that was the, great. The, the dude with the blood just kept spurting out. That was good. The jokes were good. If I get, if I understood them, they were good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, think, some of them think, were like, I could tell that it's like, you know, it might be funnier if we, you know, it's it's a, probably just a cultural thing. China. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Um, but I think the majority of them landed for me and were, you know, were funny. Um, I guess I was expecting, like, comedy throughout. Like, even in the beginning with, like, the whole fish scene. It was like, all over the place with Tom. yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. It was it was a I think it was a an interesting start to this movie Um, because you have this huge fish demon threatening this, you know, Riverside Village. And, you know, the first the first thing that happens is the uh, the dad of the that one little girl just gets fucking eaten by this fish demon. It's just a pool. It's like fucking Jaws. It's supposed to be funny at first. But then it almost turns, turns into like serious. horror. Yeah, yeah, horror, yeah. And then it it kept shifting back and forth between those two tones in the beginning. Yeah. But I was, I guess, I was expecting more straight up comedy. 
Um, right. But it, yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah. What would you give this? Out of ten. Out of like out of ten, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to rate it. I would say just for a pure like funness factor, I would say maybe a I don't know seven seven point five. That's maybe that's creeping. What I'm at. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear. I, let's hear your. Let's hear your overall thoughts. Um, I I give it a lot of props for being creative. I think it's really hard to be creative. I know this is uh, an adaptation, but I tried reading on Wikipedia about the story of Journey to the West, and there's a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. Um, other than like some CG, which is I can forget CG from China from 2013, honestly, but yeah, the visually it looked good. Like that opening shot of that water village was spectacular. I love that shit. I thought that was great. Oh, yeah. Um, I loved all the uh, villains that we encountered throughout the movie. So this is like a Greek journey, um, Greek odyssey kind of thing where like you, you have a hero and he's sent out to places, but like the, the monsters that he encounters aren't, they're not as they appear, you know? So right. I like stuff like that. I thought the world building was fun. Um, I really just didn't care for the immediate shift in tone. I'm like smiling, yeah. genuinely laughing kind of say i don't know if i got sad but like it was serious well, dude a fucking a little girl gets eaten by a, a fish monster gets by, yeah exactly oh like what the fuck and, and then like 10 seconds later a, like an, a morbidly obese woman comes out running in slow motion shaking yeah. the ground to save a baby so i'm like yeah so like that stuff was it, it bothered me a little bit in the moment yeah. but not enough that like i didn't like enjoy the movie i still enjoyed it it's just some things were like maybe this is just how they do their movies over there because it is so goofy um and the only other thing i would say maybe that i didn't care for um which i mostly loved this movie but uh, i didn't care for the ending and that probably sucks to hear um you know for a fan of this movie but like what did specifically i guess what specifically about i'm just what? used to your western style of storytelling where like her death at the end made no sense to me like it just seemed kind of they just threw that in um it ended it was supposed, extremely it was, fast her death was supposed to awaken him i know no i i get it but i just <laughs> the way it was handled and then um and then when he becomes like one with everything like buddha mm-hmm. i thought he it just seemed like he was like this guy who was struggling and all this stuff he had so much range of personality and then he just is washed from it and i understand he's he's detached himself he's accepted there's suffering and all that stuff because he wants to stop the suffering and the whole thing about buddhism is that you got to let it go and you must mm-hmm. be and that's really it and just live a peaceful life and like it's a beautiful religion it's a cool culture um I, it just didn't land for me on the at the end. I just I liked him struggling more than I liked when he became the one or something like that. So, I agree. I don't I think know. I, would agree I mean, with obviously that. the tiger monkey wasn't gonna win, but and then and then like okay, so real quick, there's this monk. What's his name again? I should know this, but like it's so hard. What's the monk's name? The the main character. I just I'm just calling him Zhang. It's just the easiest. To Zhang. Say. Yeah. So it's really about Zhang. And he's being sent by his mentor, um, who I really liked. Uh, but he's sent by his mentor to journey to the West and to um, basically he's like a demon hunter. And there's other demon hunters. Well, that's the thing. The journey to the West didn't actually happen in this movie. The journey to the West is the next movie. Because that's where at, at the oh, end, okay. that's where the four of them are. That makes going. more sense. They're journeying to India to get the whatever okay thing yeah yeah i forgot what exactly yeah and that's like in the original story where he's he's on this um journey with these other guys but in this movie he's converting them yeah but like it was just weird because they killed so many people and next thing you know they're just like forgiven and i know that's part that's part of buddhism right it it, it really is it's just it's like my western culture brain and i'm not religious like if, if i was gonna pick a religion it would be buddhism hands down i have a buddha somewhere like it's really cool i love what i hear about it i just don't know enough like it's not in my life in the way i interact with other people so i'm not just like in that culture but um 
Yes, yeah, it's nothing against the movie. It's just me. It's just like, oh, that's right. Yeah, and I, I mean, that's how they set it up too. Because like all these other demon hunters, they kill the demons, they capture them, they you know, and then they you know destroy them essentially. But him and his master, they are practicing like to defeat the demons with by drawing the kindness out of them because these demons. All started as just normal good, humans, good, good, people. good people, really nice people but that got screwed things, over and made a yep. things that happen to them turn them into these demons. Like once they are completely filled with hatred, they turn into yep. these demons. So he, you know, they're practicing like they know that there's good still in these demons and they just need to draw it out. Yep. Which I liked that concept, you know. Um, I loved all the encounters. I loved all the yeah. boss fights. Yeah. I, you know. Yeah, I thought that was great. But that's but that's um, basically the movie. He just kind of goes and takes them down, and he's um, also being helped by Lady Dwan. Miss Dwan was her name. Ms. Yeah, Miss Dwan. Yeah, thank you. Um, and she's constantly coming in, actually doing all the work. Right. Um, she's. I thought that actress was probably the best actor in the movie because of her range that they put her in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, she's definitely my favorite, but I thought the love story was very awkward. Again, probably just me. Just like, like, how, why are you so weird? Like, you're very attractive. So I don't understand what's the problem here. You know, but she's just I like think, throwing herself at this guy for I no think reason. I was just, uh, yeah, I don't, her, I don't know her motivations. Basically, I mean, what she told him was basically that she just wanted to find a husband and, you are the Chill one. Out. Like there was something yeah. different. There was something different about him that she liked, and she was just like she wouldn't let it go. She was pursuing him throughout the whole movie. I mean, it's revealed later that he had the same feelings. Like he had always loved he her, but he was it. he was pushing her away because mm-hmm. he he. I don't think he wanted that his feelings to get in the way of his his mission. You know, he his... misunderstood what love is in the beginning. He's that like, too. I, to he... to help people, I need to be devoid of personal love right same thing with the jedi like, gee, where do they still yeah, yeah exactly lesser love yeah but like but like anakin even makes the point but like i think that we should encourage love in, in a way mm-hmm. they do because like we we should this is like these are good things but um he he finally realizes that it's okay to feel the way you do it's okay to be human yeah you know um so i mean the message is great you know um i'm overall i would say 7.5 as well yeah um I maybe forgive a little bit more because where it's from and it, yeah. you know, who it really, who it's real target audience is. I would say maybe even up to an 8.5 because I bet in China, I bet they were like, this is fucking awesome. This is, this is great. This is a blast. And like, dude, my favorite joke is when he's with his mentor, all his mentor does is he has this shitty toupee on. He paints like <laughs> on these paper and he gives guidance to Zhang. And then he, um, one point he's like giving him advice and it's like a very sincere moment and he takes an apple and he's like eating it and this woman's like you gotta pay for that he's like i've got no money and then yeah they're just bums on the street they're nice people but they really got nothing going on in their life you know so he like runs away and they're like oh god so i thought that was pretty funny and then the way they're just like breathing and have that comedic moment like it like that was a good joke like i, I said the jokes yeah, are great i liked i liked zang zang's character because he i mean you can tell he's a good person but he's also kind of dumb like he's just a little bit just innocent naive yeah he's just wants to sing kids nursery rhymes to like wicked monsters that are eating four-year-old kids yeah you know another good joke was um because his master was telling him how to find the monkey king and he's like it's in a a, an old temple um what did he say is like in an old temple near a a boot like a mountain shaped like buddha or or whatever or no, he said it's an old temple, and then he's like, "How will I know when I find?" Oh, it? that was cool. And he's like, "There's a thirteen thousand foot by two thousand foot mountain shaped like Buddha. You'd have to be an idiot to miss it." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that yeah, so that was, and that was. It's cool how they did that scene too. Yeah. Um, oh, I think your uh, your video went out. You might have to switch to. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying something new here. <laughs> I think the camera looks good. If you're watching, if you're not watching the video version, YouTube.com testing things out slash at Nomads of Fantasy or Twitch.com Twitch.tv slash Nomads of Fantasy. Brandon looks sharp. He's got his fancy camera on for the vi- for the video. He's testing it out. 
uh but it's uh it's really good oh and we're actually we actually got some twitch comments that i want to read uh spooky t's okay. watching us live on twitch um and he says i'm definitely looking they say i'm definitely looking forward to wukong black myth which is a souls like game starring just saw this starring sun wukong and appears to cover his infamous years where he fights the armies of heaven and earth yeah dude wow. so wukong it has this is the best takeaway for me is how cool is that character Oh, um, the Monkey King. And, and yeah. let, let's get let's get to that part, and we we can re, you know revisit the other moments in this movie. But he's he's going fighting these guys, and he's eventually sent to go um, get the help of find the Monkey the King. Monkey King, mm-hmm. and the Monkey King would help him take out the pig because this pig boss like fight this demon. Um, he's so hard that him and um, Miss Wan can't. They they her they entire even... crew plus him. Yeah, they couldn't take it out. They they were right. no match for this this hog dude. But eventually, um, yeah, so they're with the Monkey King. He's been there for like 500 years alone in this cave because he's repenting, basically. He's like, he's cleansing. He trapped his... him in there. Yeah, he, 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 from what I read, he just, he's kind of like Satan. You know, he thinks he's just as good as God or something like that. Like, I'm, I, I figured out how to be a God. I'm so powerful, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is extremely powerful um, across all the gods. But nobody can take on Buddha because everyone is also part of buddha like buddha isn't like a being buddha is everything so buddha is within you so it's it's futile to go against buddha or the buddha i guess um but yeah uh and it it leads to like a epic fight um and uh yeah and if you want to see the movie there's some some things i probably i don't want to spoil but um go in i think you'll as long as you can watch movies with subtitles or you know chinese like Get in there, watch the movie. It's like a live action anime, like which is really cool. Dude, I, I love only the that's Chinese why I can love, pull this off. I love the last fight so much because I can tell. I mean, obviously, this movie it's weird because the story that it's based on inspired anime, but this retelling and this adaptation was inspired by the anime that it inspired. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, the last fight was definitely inspired by these crazy final anime fights like in Dragon Ball Z or like, you know, My Hero Academia yes. or something like that. Yeah. Because you have these crazy over-the-top moments, you know, with two of the most powerful pe- characters, entities in the universe clashing right. against each other. And I just, I, I'm such a sucker for that stuff. Uh, you must have loved it. it. Like, yeah, like when he's, when Buddha's got that massive hand, oh, it's so, so big bad. that like, you go into like the pores. You go in yeah, between. It's the like skin. hundreds it's... of miles wide <laughs> as it's coming Just to down. Smash down on the the Monkey King. Oh, it's so good. Um, oh, God, but I, I think the highlights, at least for me, were the villains. Um, yeah, uh, other, they're all, some of they're the all unique. Love they're that. All stuff. unique. All all cool. Really cool characters. I mean, the fish, the fish demon is the first one that we Standard get introduced fight. to. We don't. I feel like we don't get much with him they kind of just throw us into it like oh there's this fish demon living in the river and there because it's more about zang and like how he's handling these things and not really the yeah right um but yeah the the pig demon was really cool how they had the loved it like luring these people in like with this hotel and this inn like we have the best pork or roast pork around so cool and with that reveal with like the the roasting the humans inside the pigs like i'm like well, like just when they reveal that demon, the chef, yeah, they open the door and he's just sitting there. You know, he's like very looks like, like a porcelain doll. Yeah, he's very attractive, very clean, and like, but something is off with this guy. Oh yeah, and the way he moves, he doesn't talk. He he just moves like a freak. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. So I thought his his character was really interesting, and then when he finally like. He's like doing like no 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 oh I can't talk like say something he's like he won't talk and eventually he just like reveals his teeth and he you know dude that was straight up like horror that was actually right. scary dude right it reminded me of like um dusk till dawn or something like that where like it's like one kind of movie and then it just shifts and now it's like a horror movie right. out of nowhere because they're like they're having fun they're like you know they're flirting flirting around with this with the chef they're being all cutesy. And then all of a sudden he's fucking turns into demon mode and he's trying to kill this couple with a fucking nine pronged pitchfork. <laughs> like where this, this isn't a from? rated R rated R movie, right? Uh, I mean it's gotta be. Okay. I would I would imagine, but. Well, so soup and me. It's rated. It's actually PG thirteen. 
Okay, yeah, so Soup and Me, my four-year-old, sat down next to me. I was watching earlier in the day, and I was, like, w- working on the puzzle with him, and he's like, hey, what are you watching? I'm like, yeah. And at this point, like, it's been so silly other than the, the, the kid kind of being eaten. But other than right. that, like, everything was pretty silly. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, you can watch this with me. So then I moved to the living room, and I put on uh, – I watched the YouTube, so I was just watching it there. And yeah. he's wa- he's like he has no idea what they're saying, but he's watching. He's laughing at like you know Zang and his mentor and stuff like that. But when it gets to that scene where that demon reveals itself and like its teeth and stuff, I'm like, like pause. I'm like, okay, buddy. I was gonna say that this was is straight up for four year old because there's yeah. scary things that happen in movies, like that you know the scary things that happen in Disney movies. But I was like, ooh, yeah, it's a little too much. Can, I don't know about this. Yeah, go hang out with your brother. Or something sit, like that. sit this one out. Yeah, yeah. But uh, other than that, I thought that scene was awesome. And then our hero the fight, shows up. The fight scene, too, was so good. Oh, when with we're the seeing rings? Dwan with the rings and what Fuck she can yeah, do dude. with those rings is so, so cool. I love that. Somehow it changes sizes. And, and... Yeah, it was like fucking Shang-Chi or something with the yeah. rings. Oh, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. All so, the all the fight scenes, like you said, all the all the boss fights in this movie were really, really, really cool. The only thing I didn't really care for, again, whatever, I won't do my disclaimer anymore but the squeaky toy sound effect i didn't oh, with that. the with the when they're punching the like yeah. those demons it, in the face it's just or, it was just clashed with what was going on, on the screen right and now i feel like again that's silly. another it's, it's another example of this weird tone mixing yeah because yeah. like it is the serious fight scene and they're they're like fighting for their lives and yeah they're they're punching these demons in the face and they're making squeaky toy noises and i'm like how am i supposed to feel right now you know because right i mean right before that yeah like you said we we had this horrific moment when the demon reveals himself so yeah it it's very it's like whiplash like should i be laughing now or should i be into this action you know yeah it, it was but I love the I love the um, when the other demon hunters reveal themselves to help like um, I don't know they're like competing against the pig, yeah. And uh, he because that's like the prize demon like that's the one like you're ranked best in the world. So these other demon characters reveal themselves demon hunters reveal themselves. I love that cool. It was just I love that stuff. It was how he like comes through the woods and he's a um, like a tiger, but then he can change and be like a mantis. And I was like oh. Pff. This is pretty badass. I don't know if like Kung mm-hmm. Fu Panda get, took this idea or something like that, but I, th- I thought that was really cool. Um, and then the other guy, <laughs> it's so awkward. He's like, he's being carried by these four women. And all those jokes were very awkward. Um, you know what I'm talking about? The, the one guy yeah. with the all dressed in white and he's like got a cough. What it is? It, what he's was like his name? Rich. Prince Impossible or whatever. The fuck yeah, Prince is. Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, Prince Important. Sorry. <laughs> Prince Important. Oh, That's even it. better. Translation is great on that one. Um, yeah, just like him arguing with the one woman. I don't know. It was just like that comedy was weird. Um, some of the, yeah, some of those were hit and miss for sure. Yeah, yeah. One of them was like uh, one later in the movie was like um, she was saying like, why didn't you just say that or whatever? I forgot exactly what he said. So yeah, uh, a lot of those that that Prince important character. Uh, we got a, we actually got another a couple other comments from Spooky T says love, the love story part. Uh, the love story on her part was partially the wanting what she cannot have thing as well. Oh okay. Zhang, Zhang on the other hand wanted to forego the physical world, but a beautiful woman keeps throwing himself herself at him, which is a good point. And then uh, Spooky T also says. The animal forms literally represent the different kung fu styles, which also is a very that's what I was trying to yeah, pick up on. Yeah, yeah, because like the tiger, yeah, the tiger, the grasshopper, right? Yeah, really cool. Yeah, I don't know. I can't forget it. about the mighty foot either, or the almighty foot. Random. Now I couldn't find any of that <laughs> in the the readings that I did <laughs> down at the library and read. Like but in like, the original story. Yeah, I couldn't find anything about this guy. Okay. You know, so um. I'm, well, maybe I, I, liked, just... I liked his uh, his power was was pretty good. He had like a he has he's on a crutch and he's got his little baby like foot. Baby foot, yeah. It turns into this giant ass foot. Uh, such that's a... who Arnold Schwarzenegger could be if he was thrown in this movie. You the know, Almighty Foot. Yeah, that would be cool. 
Say hello to my little foot. Kick it. <laughs> yeah. Get booted. Um. But yeah, and then it, but it does lead to like a really cool fight. Um, in with the Monkey King, but I thought the Monkey King was really interesting because he's like, he's been trapped, being punished alone in this mountain for five hundred years, and then he finally sees somebody. He's like, oh my god, he's just like awkward. He's got a yeah. I mean, well, he hasn't seen a person in so long, and he's also excited because he knows that like this is his opportunity to take advantage of someone so that he can get out of this fucking hole. Right. And that's, you know, that's exactly what he did. Cause he presents himself as this like timid, whatever little old man stuck in this hole. And woe is me. Cause he, well, and, and saying... that was another good joke when he's chopping the bamboo. Then he's like, Oh, you, you know, you want to mess with me? And he tries to chop the three bamboo. doesn't work. He tries to chop two bamboo. Also doesn't work. And then he chops the one, but his oh, hand is like bleeding after that. That was good. Yeah, and then like, um, he's in this little cave by himself. And then the two main characters come in and they're like arguing. And he's like, Zen goes like, can, can like you leave us alone so we can have some privacy. Yeah. So he like walks away and then like, can you go? He's like, where can I go? Where can right? I go? Like, I, I, oh, I, I, I have nowhere that. to go. So I thought that was I thought it was pretty funny. Um, like I love the humor in it. I, I if I understood them, I thought they were pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like he's like mingling with you know like uh, God, I can't remember Dwan Miss Juan. Yeah, and you know I thought that was great. Like I didn't see it coming. I was like he's truly changed, and the two of them are gonna go fight the the pig or something like that. But he can't leave, and eventually, um, after they defeat the pig he um he tricks zang he's mm-hmm. like man i've been in this moon is like is the moon out i've been in this cave and like is the moon out tonight i haven't seen it in so long because that lily blocked it and um so zang's like yeah man like thanks for helping me and like i just that cute chick that liked me like i was totally mean to her so he's just sitting there like what do i do right and he says like all right i'll, I'll help you i'll move these lilies and when he rips one it starts on fire and he like throws it or something like that. But he every like basically magic. Should not have touched it. He got tricked, and that all those the, that was the real curse. Lilies or whatever those things were. Those flowers. They, lotus. 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 Flowers, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Those lotus flowers. Um, they all engulfed. And they were. They had some kind of magical protection, and they re- released him, let him out, and then he changed his true form. What did you think of his design? Uh, it was interesting. interesting. I liked the, uh, I mean, I must, it was like practical effects, which was nice. It was like practical makeup on the, the monkey face. Um, it was, I thought, you know, it was cool. It was like half man, half monkey. I wasn't sure what to expect. Cause all the other, he did have his big animal, like ape gorilla gorillas form. are apes and they're not monkeys. Okay. Well, so it, if anything, I think yeah. it should have been a big, like chimpanzee or something. That's true. That is true. Uh, but fans. either way, it looked it looked really cool. In his final oh, form, he's like turns into King Kong. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was it was interesting. You know, it was cool. I, I I didn't have any problems with it. You know, I didn't think he looked like amazing or anything. But I I, I thought he it did the yeah. job. Yeah, no, I, he was weird looking, which I loved. I'm like this yeah. adds to the eeriness of this character. Like I thought he was cool looking. Um, yeah. that whole fight was awesome. <laughs> He, like, is so powerful that when uh, one demon guy tries to fight him, the guy that can shift into different animals and the different kung fu yep. styles, he, like, totally just, like, kills that guy. No match for him. No at match at all. Then the other two are just sitting there on the side. And then he um, basically just growls at them. So much so that, like, extreme heat comes and just burns them away. Right. He just, yeah, he just yells at them. Yep. So Giant Footman didn't stand a chance on that. He got that thing. He he actually punched through the foot. The monk like the monkey can't like punch through the foot and stuff like that. And like, ah, my foot. Oh, um, that was it. That was that was the joke with uh Prince Important. Cause <laughs> well, the almighty foot had his little baby foot up on Prince Important's lap or whatever. And he's like, Can you help me move this foot? And she's why and didn't she say that sooner? She's like, Yeah, why didn't she say that? Why didn't she just say that? And he <laughs> It's like, can you move this? And she's like, she's why, like why, why didn't you, you say, say it, though? Yeah, I know. Like, get I this like, dude off of me. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. There was, yeah, so there there was some good some good jokes that landed for me in this one. The movie ends pretty much 10 minutes after this, so there's like a big fight, and it's just... Huge becomes, fight scene. And, and then, then it just kind of ends. Starts yeah. the next movie, I guess. They bring the gang back together. 
So like once all the demons are cleansed, you know, they're they're making this this journey to the west essentially. And there is a sequel to this movie came out in 2017. Um so I would be interested in watching that as oh, well. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cuz I mean it sets it up. It's I mean it's a, you know, it's a cliffhanger, you know, they're they're off on their journey when this movie ends. So that's the the whole plot of the next movie. Yep. Um uh, it's it's interesting when you watch movies that are not from your native country. Um some things right. will get lost, but you do appreciate I don't know, it just sounds stupid to say this, but like you forget there's other studios out there outside of Hollywood, you know. It does sound um, stupid because we're I think we are so used to and ingrained with western storytelling. Storytelling and effects and climax. How we can like even even uh you know any movie that you put in front of us it, you can usually you know usually know how the story plays out there's specific beats you're expecting there's usually pro- probably going to be a love interest um you know you usually know how you know you can see how it's going to end but like something like this there were just things that were completely out of left field that I was not expecting at all and it's just like things that you that I don't normally see you know, like the fucking guy with the baby foot turning into a giant foot. Right. Like, I love that shit, you know? Yeah. It's like when we watched RRR from um, yeah. Tollywood. And it's just like, it's jarring. You're like, whoa. It's, like, and it's the it's way they do it. It's almost like different corny, style of storytelling too. end of the movie, you almost kind of get it, you know? And I mm-hmm. bet if you watch these movies all the time, you would totally get it. And, that, you know, it's. So yeah, yeah, it's it's like something that happens when you watch a movie that's not from your native country. It's just their way of storytelling is just different. Um, I mean, it's the same with uh, that's the same reason I love watching anime. You know, just like right. the stories they tell are just so unique, you know, mm-hmm. and different that it's like it's a nice break from just our standard Western storytelling that we get. So yeah. this was this was kind of the same thing. Yep, um, never heard of this movie. No, big shout out to Jesus again for uh, recommending this one to us. And I don't know if this came like I don't know how popular this was in the states, but this was the highest grossing film in China. Oh, really? The year that this movie came out, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. It, I mean, it made two hundred and fifty million dollars at the box office. Okay. So I mean, it, over yeah, over in China, it was super popular. I don't know if like that popularity ever really reached the states, but um, it was a big hit. Uh, when it it's came fun. out in China. It's got a great story. It's a story that they all know. I think most people in China are Buddhist. And uh, they probably know the story very well. And um, Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like ingrained. In my culture, Western so. uh, eyes watching this made me want to learn about it after I saw the movie. Like, I, like, I could just like go talk about this movie, but like I kind of want to know the story. It's that important to like a billion people, you know? Like, it must... You know, because it was written in like the 16th century or something like that. Yeah, 16th century. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, uh, just again, you can't really see stuff like this in uh, American-made movies, like a guy with a small foot. You know, right? The the Monkey King fighting Buddha. You know, um, I'm I'm trying to think of like the equivalent of what like a, a you know what I thought a, of a Western Guillermo story del would Tormo. Be? Where or, uh, Del Toro, where he did uh, Labyrinth, like where do you come up with these creatures? Right, and that was like Hollywood is you so know, boring more... with their creatures. You got to go to indie films to like see a really good creature design. We're right. so boring. That was like compared. more Spanish, like Spanish lore too. You know, yeah. based on his stuff. Like we don't really, like everything that uh, America produces is like inspired by something else from another country. Right, because their their stories are so much more interesting. Yeah, it's like witches so we'll take inspiration demons, from that. Ghosts, yeah. zombies. It's like, pff, like I want to see something like what we saw, but like maybe on a full on horror would be great. Like that whole scene where they went to the restaurant and fight mm-hmm. like um, Pigsy, you know, like that creature was great. Like he was so creepy when he came out. I was like, this guy is not good. He's, He's gonna not, kill him. Not right. Yep. How did Zhang know he was a demon when he went there? Because he was able to see. He must have reality some, like, or something like that. Because he knew they weren't. He must have some like foresight or something 
because like he, he clearly has has some sort of demon hunting gifts even though like throughout this movie he you know even Dwan like made fun of him for the way his methods of demon hunting like you know that's never gonna work and she always yeah. had to come in and save him and everything but clearly he has some gifts for identifying these demons because we even see it in the beginning of the movie like when the priest catches the demon and it's just he a knows. fucking giant giant manta ray he's like no that's not the demon the demon's still out there and nobody believes him you know so right <laughs> that scene where the mom she's like give me back my kid i'm like oh she's gonna get the, the kid out of that thing nope no. it's just like snarls at her and then just eats her i'm like yep i thought she was gonna like go inside of it and yeah like know, break save her or, or something yeah. but no something no no, he doesn't save the day. And then he goes and it was actually, a, it's a really nice moment. He goes to the mentor like, I couldn't save all these mm-hmm. people. I, there was a kid I saw, a four or five-year-old killed right in front of me and I couldn't save, you know? And the mentor's like, he's trying to say like, you can't save everyone. Can't save everyone. Like, you, like the world, part of living is suffering. And that's the whole thing about like Buddha. Like when he had this enlightenment where he's like, I'm rich. I live a great life. People are living a shitty life. And he tries to like, I'll live a better life. I'll live a more exertious life. And he still can't find happiness. So he like realizes that you got to have a blend of good and the bad, you know, like you kind of got to go with the flow a little bit. Something that we probably could learn here in America, man, because we got our sticks up our ass big time, you know, there's some things that like, it's crazy. And I, not to get political, but it's a shame that the, uh, the East and the West aren't always friends and getting along, especially like right now. Right. And there's some beautiful elements to their culture that i think the whole world could benefit from you know they like the way they eat absolutely they don't really eat animals or something like that i don't know like they they seem to be more peaceful and harmonious and all that stuff and like their foundation is good i guess you could say that about christians and islam and stuff like there's beautiful things to it but like from what i learned is uh the buddhists were growing and then the Muslims and the Christians, mostly the Muslims, were just like super violent and just slaughtering all these um, well, that's, Buddhist people. I mean, that's the you difference, know? you know, is like the persecution versus like accepting everyone as they are. Yeah. You know, but there's a wave of Buddhists going in Western culture because of globalization now. So like now, like people can move to America and bring those values and it will take time. But I think, you know, this is good. You know, I think mixing the cultures is a good thing it's gonna be hard yeah there's borders and cultures have been clashing for like thousands of years but i think eventually hopefully we can get through this and not blow each other the fuck up and you know like yeah man i don't know it's just yeah it's cue the it's, john lennon imagine song but you know it's a, but it's just great so i don't know the things you think of when you see a movie like this because it's the hero is so peaceful he doesn't win by fighting right he doesn't want to fight these. i love things. that yeah and that's yeah. It's we could like take Luke Skywalker a million lessons from this would be a Buddhist probably. You know, right. I'm not gonna kill you. Like I don't shouldn't, kill. Right, and like you said, the view. I mean, the views, the overarching, or overarching view in America is like, hey, if you don't agree with us, then we'll fucking kill you, which is not yep. what we should be doing. So, right. Big shout. Another big shout out to Spooky T in the Twitch chat. Clearly a fan of this movie. Um, cause Love it. giving us, giving us some great insight. Uh, they say the placement of the golden bangle transformed into the crown for Sun Wukong shows the trust that Zhang has placed in the reformed Wukong, the gift okay. of love given freely to the enemy, which is exactly what we were just talking about. I'm glad that he says that because I mistook it that like, it's kind of like, here's your collar. Don't do this again. I didn't totally I didn't take that. it as that. I took it as like, yeah. Cause like he, it, it was a. Great scene because he smashed him with the hand and instantly when he Wakes did that, up. it transformed in into this like, like that. Yeah, wherever they were and they were peaceful and it was like he brought the good out of the demon king. He brought him back and th- yeah, this was him? his way of accepting him. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> no, he smashed the evil out of him. I mean, that's what he did to like kill him, but like it broke him free because he was like, you know how like somebody's free. like angry and you just got to snap him out of it sometimes or they got to wait for them to get out of it. But yeah, he wasn't going to win exactly. that fight. But ultimately, it's to say that, like, I won't fight you. Because, yeah. you know, this isn't the way to win. Mm-hmm. Love, patience, all that stuff. I mean, they say is... love love conquers all. And, you know. Yeah. It's it's true. We just have to 
we just have to let it in but yep yeah that that last the gift of love given freely to the enemy is like it's exactly what we're talking about and i think it's the theme of this movie as well and like zhang's beliefs and his practices and that's what i mean that's what his master taught him and that's what he was trying to spread you know he was a a demon hunter but he wasn't hunting them down to destroy them he was hunting them down to help them to help reduce the 300 evil lullabies right <laughs> that's great like i don't know if that was part of the original story or just put in this movie for for the joke but it was well it was funny yeah because it was like i think it was based off of like western culture or something like that because like they were talking about dear john or right whatever like they're referring are to you like, sleeping are you sleeping? yeah which yeah. i thought was cute but when miss Dwayne like she she rips it up and she brings it back to him but she fixes it and it's um basically one of the books that it's the buddha, buddha sutra yeah. exactly so i thought that i didn't i mean my dumbass didn't know that at the time they had to like tell me but right, i was like right, oh that's yeah. pretty cool you know so i don't know if i have anything else it's i know there's just two of us in this episode but um no i feel like we uh we we, we talked a lot about this movie it was a good conversation i thought i'm glad that i watched this um i always look like, forward I, to the movies like this I again, that's the reason one of the re- I've said it before, but that's one of the reasons why I love doing the show, because like I probably would have never watched this movie in a million years. Never. I didn't even, yeah. you know, didn't know I've heard existed. of I've heard of the classic Chinese story Journey to the West only because it's, you know, it inspired Dragon Ball and I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan. OK, um, but like this movie specifically, I didn't know this adaptation existed and I probably never would have known about it or watched it if it wasn't right. for the show. So I'm. I'm it's cool really that, that you watched like it. it as a Dragon Ball Z fan because now you can really appreciate some of that stuff, I guess. Yeah, and it it makes stupid me stupid I mean, question I don't know. though is is Dragon Ball Z from Japan? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's Japanese anime, but this story has inspired you know things like stories from all around the world, not just in China and other countries, right. Japan, even in. I feel like there's influences you could take from western culture as well from this from this story but yep um yeah i don't know it was, it was a great movie i'm glad i watched it and that's kind of you know where i'm gonna end it now we should leave the east and head back to the west so we have our own journey back to the we, yeah journey <laughs> back <laughs> journey did you like how they played the country west. music at the end like a like an outlaw like a like a spaghetti western was about to that start was at the interesting end. yeah that was that very was interesting cool. i was like ooh, where's i mean going? they were walking Tarantino feeling a little bit there right they were walking through a desert so i don't know yeah i don't know I, I mean they're they're going to india in the next movie so yeah that's their journey but yeah uh, i i definitely would be interested in checking out the sequel after watching this one so that would be cool to do for a future episode i hope dave watches this movie if he hasn't already i think he said he did yeah, he did. He did with his kids. So, okay. All right. Well, I'm glad he watched it. I wish he was here because I know he would have some, probably have some words to say about this movie. But, well, I'm sure we'll get his impressions. Maybe we can do just a mini overall impression on the next episode. Just be like, join our Discord and ask David yourself. Dave, there you go. What the hell did you think of that movie? Be the honest. Nomads, the Nomads of Fantasy.com slash Discord if you want to join us. Um, yeah. I guess uh, we'll take a we'll end that conversation on Journey of the West here. When we come back, we'll uh, wrap it up with a little game. I think we might I think we might just do twenty questions because I I finished the movie uh, like fifteen minutes before we started recording. That's what this I do episode. usually, so it's fresh. So I had I didn't have time to prepare any fancy games. So we're gonna do twenty questions. Brandon's gonna be by himself, so I'll make it a little bit easier. So you know you're not. You're not floundering for 20 not, minutes. I'm not worried. That's all you need. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll play some 20 questions and wrap it up right after this little break.
we are back with Act Three for uh, <laughs> a little game of. We're gonna do movie twenty questions this time. Um, oh, Spooky T in the chat also another Twitch chat uh, sent another message saying there is a seventies show called Monkey Magic which follows their journey. Interesting. It's a few adaptations. I saw there's like a the TV show from the eighties and nineties that's supposed to be more accurate. Yeah, yeah, a lot of adaptations of this of this story. Yep. It's very yeah interesting. Opening up a whole new world. For us. You know what's um, good if people keep making adaptations on it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They exactly. Just love the story, or they love the characters, or whatever. Or I want to do my take on it. Yep. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're done with Journey of the West talk. We're here Whoa. to play a little game of movie twenty questions to wrap this puppy up. Brandon's alone by himself. Um, if you don't know how twenty questions work. You will ask me yes or no questions. You will. You have 19 questions and one guess at the movie. If you guess and get it wrong, you lose. So make sure your guess is the correct one when you decide to guess. Uh, let the questioning begin. Is this movie from the year 2000 or later? Uh, yes, it is. Same question, 2010 or later. Yes, it is. Uh, same question, 2020 and later. No, it is not. Hold on. Wait, I'm not keeping track. You asked 2000, 2010, 20, or okay, so that's three. Yeah. No, right over there? <laughs> no it is not okay. o- older than 2020. Yeah, so it came in between 2010 and 2020. Correct. Uh, was this movie, um, is this an action movie? Uh, yeah, it, that's one of the genres. Okay. Oh, multi-genre movie. Okay. Was this directed in the United States? Yes. Is the lead character a man? Yes. Does, at the end of this movie, does the antagonist die? The antagonist? Or, yeah, villain or antagonist. Do, do, do... Um, I don't remember how this movie ends. <laughs> All right, well, hold on. I don't want to answer that. Okay, what... that's fine. Yeah. Don't answer that, but just, like, does the hero die? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Okay. Is this an animated movie? No. Is there also a lot of comedy in this movie? Uh, no. So probably action. Is it action? Is it action drama? No. Okay. So it's not action comedy, it's not action drama, so at least action horror. That's ten, by the way. Is this is this based on source material? That is um not I yes movie. it is. Okay. Yes it is. Oh man. Is this movie part of a franchise? Um I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Pretty sure that's a, that's a no. Okay. Is the lead actor no. still in, still in movies? Like getting get pretty good gigs in movies these days? Yeah. Okay. I want to say Constantine. Um... Is there an angel in this movie? No, I don't believe so. Okay. Have you ever seen Constantine? Uh, I don't think I don't think so. No, that's a good movie. At least okay. when I saw it, it was. Put it on the list. Hmm. I'm always down for a Keanu Reeves movie. 
Man, oh boy. Um, That's 14 questions. Oh boy, shoot, okay. Has this movie come out in the last four years? Five, I'm sorry, that was a dumb question. I want to, six years. Has it come out in the last six years? 2017, 18, 19. Those years. Because I already know it's after 20, it won't count. You want to narrow it down even more? That's my question. Did this movie come out between the years 2016, 2019? No, no, it has not. Damn. Oh, I suck my own. So, um, I mean, you know the year. It's 2010 or through 2014 or 15. Right, 15, yeah. Yep. You got four questions left and a guess. Okay. Are there um, a bunch of like characters that support like, like are there sidekicks that are helping the main main character in this movie? Uh, I think so. There's at least one. Okay. Does this movie have demons, vampires, or like zombies in it? Yes. What did I ask? Demons. Demons, vampires, and zombies. Fuck. Demons, vampires, or zombies. Is this a demon movie? No. Fuck. Vampire movies. This is, this is your last question, by the way. Okay. And then you got a yes. Okay. Is this a... Is this a zombie movie? Yes. All right. Time for the guess. Let's go over the facts here. So it's was released between Not Shaun the years, of the Dead. You um, released between the years 2010 and 2015. Yep. It's an action whatever. I'm putting it as an action thriller based off of, of some source material. Based off has, of source material has zombies in it. Actor who's still relevant today. Male. Is this World War Z? It is World War Z. Yes, dude. Wow. On the one yard line. <laughs> wow. Got it. That was yeah, that was great. Got it. That was perfect. I love that. I get lucky yep, at the was, end usually with these things. Yeah, I'll just it was like World War Z. Clairvoyance. I saw it click in your head. What a random. Well, I was like, when zombie movies came out, they have like a good actor in it that's still making movies. I'm like, Brad Pitt did a good one ish. I mean, exactly. I like yeah. that movie. I thought World fine. War Z was good. Yeah. It was fine. It was um, fine. The only reason I picked this was because I the only th- theme I had was it came out in 2013, which is the same year as Journey to the West. I didn't even think of that. But yeah. I was looking, I was like, 2013 movies. Not much came out in 2013. Huh. Not much, not many good movies came out in 2013. Okay. Have you seen um, Oblivion? The Tom Cruise yeah, and like Morgan right. Freeman one. I like didn't like how it too. ended, but that that was cool for most of the movie. That was 2013. Um, the Wolverine. It was all right. Movie was, was 2013. Was solid. Hobbit: Desolation of Smog was 2013. That one was good. I like Desolation of Smog. The James Franco Oz movie. No. Um, Man of Steel. No. So like, yeah, not not much for no. that year. Okay. Pacific Rim. Never seen it, but I've heard good things. American Hustle was not bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's 2013 for you. But Sweet. yeah, I'm I'm impressed. I was wondering if you, I was like, I'm like, you've definitely heard of this movie. You, like I said, 90% sure you've probably seen it. Well, I had that whole Coca-Cola controversy in it, right? Or Pepsi scene, right? Where like all these zombies are coming at him, but he stops to have, because he knows he can't be attacked because he's got the thing in him. Sorry, spoiler for a 10 year old movie. And he stops and gets a Pepsi or Coke and he like, product placement right galore. that was, it was just egregious like, yeah you know so Bad. stupid uh yeah i saw that one in theaters i remember and that okay. was, i mean that was a good one to see in theaters too because like i fear the, the cg is not gonna hold up in a movie like that because they're like constantly jumping I'm curious. and making like yeah i think it like rubbery you know Which like matrix I, two 
I always like the different takes on like zombie lore. Well, like, Dawn of the Dead came out in the after the in the two thousands, and they started running. So everyone right. was like, "Whoa, what if they run?" That's so much scarier than a slow shambling. Yeah, zombie. in like twenty eight days, I think they ran. So which yeah, it, way scarier, way scarier, and just yeah, the huge hordes. So no, I, I enjoyed World War Z when I saw it, but I was like, yeah, that that's probably the most well-known movie that came out that year okay yeah so i mean other than like the hobbit you probably would have gotten the hobbit yeah if i picked that one i thought about picking that one but was this movie filmed in 120 frames (laughs) (laughs) let's make it a little bit tricky (laughs) you you got there with the final guess so i'm impressed good job um all right let's wrap this up uh yeah it was a good episode good duo for this one it's um, lonely without a third person i know though. i don't i know we probably won't do this again unless no, we i like can't avoid i like it. i like the third i like person. having that third person yeah there's less you know you can sort of bounce off each other more and like there's less pressure on you to feel like you gotta talk but yeah i, th- I feel like three is like the perfect number for a podcast yeah for sure all right well that was fun still i'm glad thank you again tegis for recommending this one to us um and yeah i'll I'll close this out with all of our our plugs here um if you want to follow us on twitter or instagram you can follow us on nomads of fantasy uh on twitter and instagram you can go to the nomadsfantasy.com for all your nomad needs merch store up there as well you can go to the nomadsfantasy.com slash discord if you want to join our discord you can play our game whatmapgame.com um that's all i got for you Anything else from you, Brian? Um, if you go to Twitter, it's probably gonna be me. Um, I'm the I'm the goofball, sometimes snotty, sometimes a, a sweetheart person behind the Twitter tweets that you see. Um, I think really, if if you could tell a friend, that would be great. Other than that, I'd live your life. I don't want to tell anybody <laughs> what to do, but uh, that'd be nice. I wasn't expecting you to go for a long outro, so I started playing the outro music. Oh, I got <laughs> too early, so I gotta play it again now. But that's okay. Yeah, I love this episode. It was great. No, it was fun. It was fun for sure. Um, I'll be yeah, I'll be glad to have Dave next back next week, um, so we can talk about V for Vendetta if you want to follow along with us. But that's all I got for this one. So as always. Safe travels, nomads.